Well, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. How can I make this transition? Have you ever asked yourself, how can I go from being a non-believer, being a non-Christian, to being a believer, to being a Christian? Hallelujah. To being someone that goes from one way of lifestyle that you can't figure out how to get out of the lifestyle that you're in to going to a higher lifestyle, one that's going to have more requirements of you that's going to make you or set you apart from the multitudes, set you apart from the crowd, a lifestyle that's going to be different from what you're accustomed to. How can you make that transition? I know I asked myself that. And I'm going to give, I think I gave it on my testimonial, but I'm going to just insert it right here. And that part would be, I, when I was drinking my 40 ounce of old English, which by the way, I was able to consume an awful lot. And I'm not bragging about that, but I'm telling you, that's just how far I was gone. So anyway, one night at my mother's house, north of Pasadena, California, in the city of Altadena, I was consuming a large amount of Old English 800, and I was standing in the backyard looking into the other yard behind hers, and as I was tipping my head up on a summer night, gulping down the malt liquor, I said to the person that was with me, I said, you know what? One day I'm going to heaven. As I was drinking that, that's an oxymoron. That's pretty odd. That's conflicting. That just doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense to the individuals that was listening to me because of the act that I was acting and doing and participating in. Hallelujah. But praise God, he set me free. I was able to make that transition. People had come into my life trying to share the good news, the word of God with me, and I had rejected it. I wasn't ready to receive it, but they had planted the seed in my life. And in the appropriate time, God saw it fit for me to come out of darkness and into his marvelous light. He saw it fit for me to come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. He saw it fit for me to forsake all the people who I thought was my friends while we were all partaking in the same, same sinful acts. While we were hanging around, you know, birds of a feather flock together. So as we were hanging around each other and being participants and willing participants of the things that we were indulging in, God found a place in my heart and moved in my heart so that I, and just like he can do it for you, I came out from among them. I came out from the ones that were the same as I was. We all had something in common, drinking, hanging out, until we couldn't drink anymore. Hallelujah. God set me free. I was able to make that transition. 
The Bible tells us to strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able. That word strive in the original language means to labor, to contend, to enter in the straight gate. There was a contention with me, just as it is for you listening to this message today. There's a contention for you. You're contending and you have to labor to do it. Your contention, your contending is, should I do it? I want to do it, but I'm so used to not doing it. I'm so used to doing the things that I've been doing for all these years. And the carnal mind, the carnal man is struggling with that spiritual man. They're saying you can do it. The contention is on. The fight is on. The labor is on. But here, where you have to seek. It says, for Jesus said that in Luke 13 and 24, for many, I say unto you, will seek, make that transition, will seek to cross over, will seek to take that middle passage and shall not be able. But be of good cheer, my friends, that's listening today that God will make a way for you to escape and he'll use that same temptation that's got you locked up that's got you held down that's got the shackles on your hands and the shackles on your mind God will get a hold of you and he'll help you to make it through hallelujah he can do it in 13, in Luke 13 and 23, it said, Then said one unto him, Lord, are there few that be saved? There will be a few. Remember, Jesus said, Many are called and few are chosen. Hallelujah. And then you go on and you read Luke 13 and 24. We'll, we'll share that again. And, and it says, Strive, labor, contend, that you'll enter the straight gate. For many I say unto you will seek to enter in and shall not be able. That straight gate is a narrow pathway. That straight gate is the way of righteousness. Once you enter in that gate, once you've partaken of the heavenly gift, once you've partaken of the goodness of God, the spiritual man will always want that. We'll always be contending for that. We'll always fighting off the natural man with the one-two punch, if you would. His, God's purpose is to connect to the missing link. Luke tells us this, and Jesus said unto him, this day is salvation come to this house. What house? Your house. Jesus wants to meet you in your house. Jesus wants to meet you in the church. Jesus wants to meet you in your car. His purpose is to connect the missing link. And you are the missing link. You're wandering around, tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. You don't know what to believe. You ask different people, what does this say? What does that say? How do I do this? How do I do that? But you haven't sought God for the answer. 
You may have said, God, send me an answer. Send somebody that could help me, God. And when God sends the person, you don't accept that word as truth when you read it in the Bible for yourself. But instead, you'll go and ask somebody else. And you may not have ever read it in the Bible. And you're seeking wisdom from all the wrong sources. Where Proverbs is our source of wisdom. The word of God, which was written by holy men of God, is our source of wisdom. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. His words will meditate in your heart. He wants to meet you where you're at. He can meet you in your lowest point in life. And he can lift you up and let you walk on wings of eagles. He can let you soar with the eagles. But you got to be willing to let God help you make that transition. He's looking for the missing link. He's looking for you to connect with him. Luke tells us again, for the son of man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. Luke 19 and 9 and 19 and 10. Jesus is looking to save you. He sent the messenger, the preacher, the prophet, the evangelist. Hallelujah. Spirit-filled, baptized in the name of Jesus, speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God into your life to help you, to mold you, to shape you in the ways of God. But for some reason, you don't want to follow those ways. But we all know the answer. It's because, let's just face it, as a child, when you were first born and Perhaps your parents had to work and whatever the case is. And they, they didn't have much time to spend with you. So they sat you in front of the TV and they, and they fed you all these worldly allures and worldly gifts. Nowadays, it would be cell phones, laptops, iPads, iPods, iThis, Android that, hallelujah, PlayStation this, Nintendo that. And these things have taken a priority in your life instead of God. And now it's hard for you to break the shackles of those. Hallelujah, because they got you bound. The adversary has found obstacles to put in your way to keep you from serving God, to keep you from living for God. Let's be real and let's keep it real. Bible says, let God be true and every man a liar. Praise God. Let us serve God with our whole heart and our whole mind and our whole strength. Jesus wants to save. The Bible says again, he came to seek and to save that which is lost. Save means he came to deliver you. He came to protect you because you're lost. Hallelujah. That word was in the original means still. Some of you are still lost. You're in the church. You're not even understanding what the preacher is preaching. You're in the church. The church you go to and they say this. When they baptize people. Just one example. I baptize you in the name of the Father. In the name of the Son. And in the name of the Holy Ghost. But can you show me an example in the Bible where they actually 
when they baptize people, they said I baptize, they use that formula. But of course not. The formula you'll find is that they baptized in the name of Jesus Christ as instructed in Matthew chapter 28 and verse 19. The apostles, the messengers, those that walked with Jesus Christ all those years, they realized and they practiced what they saw and they realized that there's none other name under heaven, hallelujah, uh, by what we must be saved. My mind is running along in different ways right now. But there's none other name given among men whereby we must be saved. Acts 4 and 12. Hallelujah. Greater. It's the greatest name on earth. That's why there's so much contention when you mention that name of Jesus. When you mention do this in the name of Jesus. I baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Hallelujah. That's the formula. That's the way it should be done. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's why when we read the Bible, it says Jesus said this. Jesus said that. Contention. Contend. The, 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 the carnal man starts contending with the natural minded man is enmity with God. The man that doesn't think spiritually. The man that wants to smoke that cigarette. He doesn't think spiritually that this is wrong and I and, and I got to keep doing it. I don't see anything wrong with it for the most part. But there's those that want to break away from that and they're able to. I'm reminded of old, an old evangelist came by the church one day and the evangelist said one thing about cigarette smokers. They're just suckers. Let that soak in for a minute. Be encouraged to transition, to connect, to reconciliation. We should be encouraged. You should be encouraged. If you've gone astray from God, if you're a backslider listening, if you're somebody that's seeking, be encouraged to make the transition. I made it. Hundreds of thousands of millions of others can make it. And so can you. God given you the strength. He's given you the willpower. You just have to deny the flesh. You just have to deny what the multitudes are doing and come on in and make that transition, that connection to reconciliation. And then all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah. That's 2 Corinthians 5 and 18. To wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses on them and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray for you in Christ's stead. Be ye reconciled to God. Us. Who are the us that he's mentioning? Us, the ministers, the preachers, the saved, those born again of the water and of the spirit that have the fruit of the spirit. You can't have the fruit of the spirit without 
having the spirit. You can't have the spirit without the evidence of having the spirit. And the initial sign of having the spirit is by speaking in other tongues, a heavenly language, as the spirit of God gives the utterance. It's not some warm, fuzzy feeling. It's not just tears running down your eyes. It's not just shaking. It's by God taking control of your tongue and having you speak in the heavenly language, which is the initial sign, the initial evidence of having the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You'll become an ambassador for Christ. A representative. You should after you receive the salvation of Christ. You should become a, a, uh, an ambassador, a representative of Christ. When you're out there, you should talk about Jesus. Sure, we may know some things from our carnal life, our BC life, before Christ life. Sure, we can share those to win some, but that's the only reason we don't glorify in those things. We share those stories because those stories can help us to bring people to God if they have an open heart, an understanding heart. But how can you connect, reconnect, or wreck or get reconciled to God? It's really a four-step plan. It's pretty easy. It's pretty simple. But it takes fortitude. It takes integrity. It takes courage. And I believe that Everyone listening to the sound of my voice that wants to connect or reconnect and get reconciled to God can do it right now. And you don't have to be in a church to do it, but you can start to do it right now where you're listening to my voice. You can make up in your mind. Step one is that you're going to forsake the world. What I mean by that, the influences of the world, you're going to change and not be ye influenced by the evil thoughts and the evil things of the world. You're going to step two, you're going to start to begin to get rid of your evil thoughts, bad influences in your life, horrible, disgusting, despicable, ungodly habits has got to go. Step three. You're going to seek God with a pure and sincere heart. When you seek him, then he will be found. Job said, oh, that I found him. Seek God with a pure heart. He's still trying to connect with you. He wants to connect with the missing link. And the missing link is you. You are the missing link. You, the listener, you are the missing link. If you haven't been born again of the water and of the spirit, as the scripture says, you're the missing link. If you're still wandering around, seeking, uh, uh, each looking all around every corner, turning up rocks, uh, looking under carpets, uh, uh, driving down the road in your car, uh, trying to find the way, he wants to, you're the missing link. And number four, listen to enter his word and learn and apply. Yes, I had to throw that in there because it's true. If you look on the website, the words that I speak, they are truth and they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. Let us pray. God, in the name of Jesus today, Lord, if this burden is on my heart to seek and to save those which are lost, 
those that have gone astray from your word, God. Hallelujah. Those that need deliverance, those that need protection. Hallelujah, God. I'm praying today that you get a hold of their hands, get a hold of their hearts, and let them be transformed by the renewing of their mind and help them to serve you, which is a reasonable service, God. Not doing too much, but doing everything. And their mind be set upon you, God. Save, Lord, those that are lost. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, for this world. God, get a hold of this world. Let this world be reconciled to God. Let those that have an ear to hear what the Spirit say unto the lost and unto the church. In the name of Jesus, I pray with a heavy heart and a burden today. Amen. And amen.